Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Welcome to the show, everybody. So uh, for what I want to talk about on the list today, it's really simple. What we're going to talk about is, look, the Shiba Inu coin itself isn't the worst idea in the world, but it is kind of, um, it's a little overrated. So I want to talk about how it's dumb, but I'll continue to hold it no matter what. So the reason I want to continue to hold it is very, very simple. Because um, one, it's going to continue to grow. And the fact that it's going to continue to grow in value because of the coin burn. Now, probably wondering, well, what's the coin burn? The coin burn is very simple. There's a bunch of the there's a bunch of the coins minted within the blockchain, right? And what happens is over time, through some of the algorithms, some of the coins through the transactional fees, so there's like transactional and gas fees and all that shit, what'll happen is a lot of those coins end up getting burned into what's called a ghost wallet. Basically, a ghost wallet allows for the obliteration of the coins out of circulation so they can never be reminted or anything. So what this does, um, it definitely adds a form of scarcity into it. So honestly, if you got into Shiba Inu very, very early, you're pretty much A-OK. Um, just being in it very, very early allows you to be OK. And I, I got into it really early, and I'm continuing to hold. Now, here's the reason I'm going to hold it. First off, I do think it's a little dumb. I'm not a big fan of cryptocurrencies, but honestly, after looking at the, Shib, the Shiba Inu um, coins, woof paper, I guess is what they call it, uh, I noticed it wasn't such a bad design. Um, I actually was kind of on board with it, and I knew it was going to catch on pretty quickly. I just knew that I had to get in before everybody else started getting in, so I got in as early as I could get in. Uh, I put down like $360, and now I'm up to about 1400 so pretty excited. Um, so the reason I don't cash out now or I don't try to sell anything now is because I firmly believe that because of the coin burning and the immense popularity this is this is having right now with the, with everybody out there in the crypto community and beyond um the fact that it's going to robinhood the fact that it's on crypto.com already it's on all these exchanges and everybody's going haywire so anybody with uh, any kind of crypto account and if if it goes to robinhood though and it's going to get crazy it may go to public.com uh, it may go to all sorts of things. So there's it, it, it's an, it's an interesting time to hold cryptocurrencies is all I got to say. So um but it's a good time. I think I do think people are missing out just a little bit if they're not exposed to crypto because the thing is I'm not going to lie, everybody's on board with it. It's a decentralized currency. There's proof of work algorithms at play. It's not exactly phony baloney digital money. It's 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 a fascinating um, piece of technology, the fact that it relies on every computer within the network to keep it alive, you know what I mean? So, I think it's it's entertaining, I'll tell you that. Um, so, I guess the question you should be asking yourself is, why the hell should I get Shiba Inu, and what the hell's the point? I mean, like, 
you know, do I, what do I do with it when I got it? We honestly, I, I think you should just hold it. That's my, uh, unprofessional opinion. Um, but the reason I think you should hold it, it it's extremely simple is because like I said, the coin burn is going to take out so many out of circulation. And when so many of these are out of circulation, what happens when something becomes scarce? It becomes a little more valuable. So because there's such an abundance of the Shiba Inu coin, um, it makes, honestly, everything that you potentially own way more valuable. So that's why I tell people, honestly, your best bet is to buy and hold and pretend, you know, and just not, and pretend like you can't touch it for a while, right? And I'll tell you what, if it, if it continues to go down, I mean, if, if it goes down really low, I'll, I'll definitely buy more. Um, I also mine a lot of Bitcoin using my computer. <laughs> so when, I, when I'm not using my computer, I like to mine Bitcoin with it. So that way it's, um, you know, so that way it's making me a little bit of money <laughs> because I do think Bitcoin is worth something too. But typically what I do is I convert the Bitcoin that I, that I earn from the mining process. Uh, and then I just uh, take that Bitcoin and I put it into like Shiba Inu, essentially. I just, I have that much faith in this project. It's, and a lot of people are having faith in it too now, so that's good. Um, I guess the main question on everybody's mind is, is it too late to invest? I don't believe it's too late. I think it's it's an okay time. Um, you might have to put down a little bit extra. Um, I mean, like I said, I got lucky. I put in a decent amount at an early time, uh, and it exploded. So... Um, I, I was going to say, if you don't want to miss out on any potential gains and eventual growth of this, uh, definitely get in when you can. Just getting in is the most important thing you could do. Um, you, you know, and I just want to let you guys know, you can always day trade this if you really wanted to, because if it keeps going up and keeps going down, it's obviously a volatile product and you could take advantage of the upswings and you could do partial day trades, you know, because there's no limitations to how many times you could day trade in a crypto market because it's not regulated these markets are not regulated the way the SEC market regulates like the stock market. Um, the market cap though for, for Shiba Inu is actually pretty disturbingly high. Um, it's probably going to get higher, but then again, also the market cap will lower it. Well, it won't lower per se. The value will increase the more, the more we uh, burn, the more the tokens are burned, but it will also increase in value. The more people who are buying and holding, um, it just depends on how many people out there really want to buy and hold. And, and that's okay if they don't hold. I, it, it's all about patience. If you get in as early as you can, if you just stay smart about it and just hold, you're pretty much okay. I mean, you just have to wait it out. So the question everybody has is, uh, is it going to reach a penny? Well, one would hope it does. But is the, re the reality is I don't know if it will anytime soon. In theory, though, in theory, if they continue to burn all the coins the way they're burning it, if more people decide to get into it, um, I mean, I see two of those things happening because it's already happening right now as we speak. It continues to go up and up. And it does go down a little bit. There's a lot of people selling. Um, it's already become like, the sixth most popular coin on Coinbase. So it, it, it's definitely picking up steam. Uh, it's becoming a real player in the game. And yeah, and obviously it's better than Dogecoin. Anything's better than Dogecoin. Dogecoin was legitimately created as a joke with no real purpose but to be abundant and annoying. Um, 
seriously, Dogecoin is the worst, and I'm talking about the worst of the the worst of the worst. Um, and I just Shiba Inu at least aims to be, you know, the Dogecoin killer. I think the developers of Shiba Inu honestly realized if an idiot, if a dumb crypto like that can get the amount of attention and the amount of money being poured into it, then so can we. So they basically made a replica, but an Ethereum-based version. And I think it's great that it's Ethereum-based. The Ethereum protocol is brilliant. The blockchain for Ethereum is unreal. The gas fees are a little crazy sometimes, but um, that's okay. You know, the fact of the matter is it's a more efficient network and there's many expandable properties to it. So there's also more uh, opportunity for coin burn for the Shiba Inu coin. So there's just tons of opportunity everywhere to burn these coins. Um, so it's an exciting time to invest. It's an exciting time to do all this. And uh, I really hope more people are getting in to Shiba Inu. I still think it's a little dumb, but I do believe it's very intricate and very... It's kind of cool, um, but I'm a big fan of decentralized anything. And as somebody who hates the IRS and the central banks, so the central banking system, I think the decentralized currencies are great. Nobody owns, <laughs> nobody owns it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's great. I love it. And the fact that it can eventually become scarce, yeah, I'm definitely taking my chances on Shiba Inu. I I see no other. I see no other alternative but to be involved in this. Um, but it is a fascinating little technology, and anything, like I said, if it's decentralized and it has promise, and this does show promise, by the way, as far as decentralized cryptos go, I, I'm down for SHIB. So um, I like the fact that it starts out as abundant, but eventually becomes a little more scarce in its product. So that's kind of cool. And uh, I think a lot of people are missing out on it. People, I think a lot of people are skeptical and feel like it's too late to get in. I don't think it's actually, I really don't think it's too late to get in. In fact, if anything, I think you're, um, I think you're getting in at the right time. I think it, you, if you're missing out on this opportunity to get in, it, you just can't miss out on it. And I, I, I don't want to see, I want to see you guys succeed. So please, when you can get in on this opportunity, because Eventually, it's going to keep going up and up and up and up and up, and each coin is going to get more expensive, and you're going to miss the opportunity that you had here today. Um, buy and hold for sure. Get in, buy and hold. Get that shit down. Get it down, son. Uh. But yeah, it's, it's a fun time. Yeah, I just, uh, I like it. <clears throat> so. No, but I really do hope you guys get into the Shiba Inu craze. Um, like I said, if it dips, if the market for the Shiba Inu crashes, definitely get into it. But definitely get your feet in the water is all I ask. Try to get at least $100 in there. Um, if you can, maybe $200. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just get in. You know, I just, I just have a feeling it's going to keep climbing up. And, and look, I could be wrong. I could be wrong about a lot of things. But with the amount of user adoption, people getting into it, uh, there's a lot of retail investors. It's really a retail investor coin, and a lot of people are willing to buy and hold. So if you're willing to buy and hold, then eventually sell. Now, I don't <laughs> I don't recommend putting in your life savings. Um, I did joke the other day that I put my 401k in there. I don't have a 401k. Um, I just I invest independently. I don't need a 401k. That shit's bullshit. But um, 
I joked that I put my 401k, which is a whole zero dollars, into nothing but Shiba Inu coin. But, but yeah, I, you know, like I said, make sure if you're going to put money down, make sure it's money that you would be okay with losing. Because remember, it's possible to lose money in this. Very possible. It's also possible to gain a shit ton of money just because everybody's getting in on it. So it depends on how early you get in. Try not to get in while every. I mean, right now it's kind of one of those situations where everybody's getting in on it. And if it goes to Robinhood, it's definitely every single person's getting in on it. Because I don't think a lot of people have a crypto account. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like a crypto wallet or a crypto trading. I mean, I got into crypto trading kind of early. And I'm a big fan of the cryptocurrencies, like straight up. <laughs> Things are kind of cool. Um, like I said, do I believe in it wholeheartedly enough to stake my entire claims on it? No. But I do believe that something like Shiba Inu, when the opportunity arises and the internet's going haywire, or at least when you know the internet's going to go haywire about it, you just got to get in. That's all you got to do. And I do see there's somebody in the chat. Yes, Young Queen. Um, yes, you are right. Yeah, and here's the thing, uh, Young Queen. Yeah, you must consider this too. I don't know if you have any crypto wallets or anything, or if you have a Coinbase account, crypto, Binance, or whatever you got. But I do recommend getting into it, just even a little bit, you know. You don't know how extensive these gains are. And look, you could lose that hundred. So, like, let's say you put in a hundred dollars right now, right? Put in that hundo, and okay. So you put in the hundo. Oh, maybe it goes down twenty percent. Ah, darn it! You know, it's it happens. Another thousand. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what. That's not exactly the worst idea in the world. Um. How much do you got already? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, young queen, how much do you got already invested into it? Yeah, just let me know. Uh, there might be a little bit of a delay. <laughs> I know there is a little bit of a delay. Um, the reason, here's the thing. If it dips, that's probably when you should buy it. I buy on the dip. I'm a dip buyer, like straight up. That's how I got into Shiba. When Shiba Inu was really, really down, like everybody was selling off and freaking out because the crypto market went insane, I loaded up. I loaded up as much as I could, and um, I'm better off for it. So buying during times of massive, massive pessimism really is your best bet if you're going to try to get into Shiba. So you got 1,000. Now, now, is that how much you've put in for your money? Like, is that... Like, or is that just how much you have right now? It's actually not bad. Uh, you got in, it, it, let me see. So you got three, 38 million Shiba. I mean, so, so far I've got about 45 mil. I got about 45, well, almost 46 million Shiba. So we're about, we have about the same amount of Shiba coins. So you're, you're sitting pretty good. Young Queen, you're sitting really well. I don't recommend selling too prematurely. Like, here's what I recommend. If you want to start day trading Shiba coin, that's totally fine. Um, if you do start day trading it, try day trading it on a platform that has no fees. For example, I was thinking about doing this. So I was thinking about using, uh, I think crypto.com is an exchange last time I checked. I don't have a crypto.com account. I just have a Coinbase account. But what I was uh, thinking at least one of my theories, what I'm thinking is 
I'm thinking about day trading on crypto.com, the Shiba coin, just so that way I can keep. So what I what I want to do is on Coinbase, I have Shiba. I want to have Shiba on Coinbase where I buy and hold the Shiba Inu coin, right? Just keep it. You know, don't, don't I'm not going to sell it. not going to do anything. It's going to keep it, buy and hold it over here, right? And then on crypto.com, I want to actually do more active day trading because I hear from what I've seen that uh, crypto.com doesn't actually have any transactional fees. If I'm right, I could be wrong. Um, at least it's what I saw. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So we got another person in the chat. We got Musi. Musi has 150 mil. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. But yeah, I would recommend holding. So anybody who's listening right now or later, um, I recommend holding what you got, but make sure that you have, um, make sure that you have two, and I count them two separate. Uh, now I'm going to get a second one, by the way. I'm going to get a second uh, crypto exchange. Like I say, because I think it's good to have multiple brokerages, whether you're doing stocks, whether you're doing crypto. I have multiple stock brokerages accounts. You know, I keep everything as separate as I can because I like to separate my money. But with crypto, I only have just Coinbase and Robinhood. Now, I will say this, though. If they have Shiba Inu on Robinhood, I may start day trading straight up Shiba Inu just through the Robinhood account and call it good. Um, but I kind of want to still day trade a little bit while everybody's going crazy with it, right? Because you want day trading so much fun. I, <laughs> I also like the fact that there's no limit to how much you could day trade for um, crypto. But I think it's really important that you keep two separate brokerages for crypto. One for buy and hold. Like I said, I'm going to keep Coinbase as my buy and hold, right? Keep it safe and stored. This Coinbase is pretty secure. If we're going for the most secure uh, network that I've seen so far, it's definitely Coinbase, without a doubt. But if I want to day trade and be crazy with Shiba Inu, yeah, I'm hoping it should be going to Robinhood here pretty soon. So keep that in mind. It's likely going to go to Robinhood. So just be prepared because once it goes to Robinhood, you want to buy as quickly as you can on Robinhood. Just so that way you can have some on there and just continue to, you know, buy, sell, buy again, sell again, you know, you know, trading on the ups and downs, baby. That's where it's at. So keep that in mind. Okay. Um, I, I hope, so I hope this helps cause I'm taking, so with the crypto philosophy, I'm taking a very similar approach to what I do with my investments. Like I said, with my brokerage accounts, I've got, I think I've got a total of five. So I got public, I've got Weeble, uh, Robinhood, TD Ameritrade and Charles Schwab. And I also have us bank investments. Um, so I actually got like six, but what I do is I keep six separate brokerage accounts, and I, and I don't recommend having just one, and I'll tell you why. It's good to have multiples because you want to have a place to store excess money. Um, and, and the reason it's good to store your money in multiple spots is so that there's not as much temptation to use it, right, for other things. Um, if you want to be committed to being an investor of any kind, whether you're a crypto investor, whether you're a stock investor, I recommend getting in both, by the way. Be in stocks, be in crypto, be in gold if you can. Um, by the way, you can be in gold. You could be exposed to gold through a gold ETF. So that's another way to get exposed to gold. Um, I'll give you an example. Charles, Charles Schwab, my Charles Schwab account. 
I use to buy and hold gold ETFs. No joke. <laughs> because it's kind of a way for me to protect myself against inflation because they just keep printing more and more money. Um, uh, let's see, Doge is at 0 0.237 right now. Um, I, so here's the thing. Oddly enough, I missed out on the Doge train. So I had a bunch of Dogecoin at one point very early on, but I was, I thought I was smart at the time. And here's why I thought I was smart. I thought this coin isn't going anywhere. So I'm just going to sell it. And no joke. I had about 30 to maybe 40,000 worth of Doge. Later on, it would have been worth that if I would have just held exactly what I had. You see, I mean, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> and so the reason I'm buying and holding Shiba Inu is because I see the same kind of craze. The best thing you could do, by the way, is if you miss out on an opportunity, always look for a similar opportunity and learn from your mistake. I learned from mine. I definitely made a huge mistake, and I was like, if I would have bought and hold do held Doge, it would have had at least thirty to 40000 straight up. So... <laughs> I, I do hope, so basically, if you, if you read history, look at history. History tells all tales. Like, I'm telling you. Look at the history of the stock market. Look at the history of, I mean, even though the crypto market hasn't been around super, super long, you can still look for patterns. You can look for trends. So, um, but thank you guys. I'm, thank you guys for the subscri subscription. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always here. I'm not going to sell you guys anything. There's one rule I want to let you guys know. I'm not here to sell you courses. I'm here to give away every piece of information I have for free because that's the best way to do it. Um, mainly because, look, I don't, know, I don't know who my audience really is. I don't know if my audience is a bunch of rich people. I don't know if my audience is a bunch of people who have a lack of money. All I know is that people need my help, and I'm going to try my best to guide them in the right direction and I don't want people to spend money on on this advice because all the advice that I got was from you know mentors of mine who really helped me out and they gave it away for free through books through audiobooks through videos and if it wasn't for them I wouldn't know what I know so I stand on the shoulder of giants and that's the truth <laughs> but sometimes I could be a little critical um of my <laughs> of my own age group but I try not to be. I've been trying to be less critical of my age group because I don't know. I just, I just don't, I don't want to see them fall in the trap. You know, if, an interesting statistic is people in my age group barely have enough money in even a savings account. Even though I'm not, I'm not about saving money. I think it's a bad idea. I still think that most people should have at least assets. You know what I mean? Something. Even though I think stocks are overvalued, I think you should. Be exposed to stocks because it's it's more valuable to own stocks than because it's actually your owning companies which are productive and grow over time, but it's definitely more valuable to own own assets, you know, than own cash. Sitting on cash is so terrible. Warren Buffett, I think it was Warren Buffett or Charlie Munger, I can't remember which one of them said this, um, but saving money is like saving sex for your for your old age. You know, you're going to get worse at sex as you get older, you know. So money gets less valuable over time because of inflation. So if you saved $10,000 today 
and decided to take that money out 30,000 later, 30, sorry, 30 years later, what do you think would happen? Well, inflation's going to rear its ugly head because we keep printing more and more money. And then that $10,000 becomes virtually worthless. Well, I wouldn't say worthless, but it'll definitely have less buying power in the future. So keep, always keep that in mind. Um, but I know it's a very colorful analogy, but it's one, it's one to remember when you're saving money that basically the rule for saving money is don't save money. Now, I will tell you guys this though. If you're gonna sit on cash, at least keep the cash that you're sitting on in your brokerage accounts, right? You got to keep it in your brokerage accounts, bam. And that, that really truly is my best advice. And I, but thank you guys for participating in the chat today. Um, like I said, I'm, I like having conversations and the fact that you, you two went, got on here and, and, and chatted it up with me. It, it's greatly appreciated. I, I just love being able to, you know, give advice, see if anybody needs, uh, some extra insight because you never know. And, and, I never know. Your guys' insight could very well help me. So the more I can get, the better. Um, yeah, honestly, seriously, investing, it just buying and holding, buying and holding great companies is is, is a great idea too. Um, because while you're waiting for the value to increase, you're gonna get paid a dividend. So if you get if you get a dividend paying stock for a good company, you know. So, uh. But yeah, I, I really just want to help you guys, and um, I know I say that quite a bit, but I mean it. Let me think if there's anything else I could add to this. But yeah, hold, buy and hold your Shiba Inu coin. Um, try... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't really explain what a brokerage account was. So a brokerage account is very, very simple. Um, think of a brokerage account as a place. Robinhood is a brokerage account. As an example, Robinhood is definitely a brokerage account because it allows you to store your stocks, your crypto. It allows you to um, it, it allows you to keep it in in one place. Um. <laughs> oh, thank you, um, UC. I appreciate it. Um, so basically, I'm trying to find a way to explain a brokerage account that makes sense visually. I like to kind of get it you know, visually. Um, so Robinhood, uh, Charles Schwab, that's another investing platform. Just think of them as places where you can keep any shares that you want to buy, um, any ETFs that you want to buy. That's what a brokerage account is. So whenever you hear the word brokerage, it's just another, it's just a fancy way of saying a place to hold your stocks and a place to trade stocks, basically. Um, does that, does that make a little bit I mean, does that help a little bit? I hope it does. I, I really, I really hope it helps. Uh, but thank you guys. I appreciate the compliments. And, um, but yeah, there's plenty of brokerages. Um, so Coinbase, for example, is technically a crypto brokerage. Um, Crypto.com's uh, crypto brokerage. Uh, Binance, that's one of them. I don't know. I've never really used Binance, so I don't have any true experience with it. So Maybe look up some reviews on Trustpilot. I, I, so here's the thing. Before I get into anything, I like to go on Trustpilot.com and check out the reviews, make sure it's a reputable service. Um, 
trust pilots definitely your friend don't just take some random youtuber's word for a lot of things <laughs> well trust pilot's just the best i love it i've used trust pilot for years just to make sure i'm not getting scammed out of anything it helps sorry i'm, I'm hiccuping a little bit um let me think of other things any any other questions though you guys are really um now i like the questions you guys are just keep shooting them i i, I can answer questions all day long till I'll, Maybe not, maybe not all night long. Cause I do have to, I do have to go to bed at some point, but, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Just let me know. Gotta get, <clears throat> gotta mute the microphone real fast. There we go. What would be a steady investment to store funds in? Um, Let's see, what would be a steady investment to store funds in? So I'm going to give you some, even though I'm not technically a financial advisor, um, I like to give advice anyway. It's, it's, just think of everything as I have as opinion, um, even though I just, I'm just basically doing what I do and what I would do. Um, so I like, I like to diversify. I'm a big fan of... Uh, I'm a big fan of diversification. Truth be told, I like to have multiple assets. Um, I'm a bit of a hypocrite, though, because with crypto, I went pretty much all into Shiba Inu coin just because I, I mean, like, I'm not much of a crypto guy, just to be quite, just to be frank with everybody. I'm not the biggest crypto guy out there. I'm into it. I'm kind of getting more obsessed as the days go on. So, <laughs> hey, if I'm getting obsessed, it helps. But um, let's see. Um, so here's, um, if you're, if you're star young queen, I, you said that you're starting out in investing. So I would recommend at least is you're about a weekend and you're very new. If you're beginning investing, here's one mistake I made. I got into penny stocks really early when I started and that was stupid. Um, I think it was a very dumb mistake of me to do, uh, one of my biggest errors, but it, I learned a bit of lesson. I bit I learned a big lesson because I lost some money. I would recommend starting out with an index fund. I'm serious. Uh, an index fund is basically. Um, I'll give you an example. the uh, The S and P 500 is an index fund, and I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So, well, okay, I take that back. Uh, the Vanguard S and P 500 index fund sorry, is what you want to get into. Um, you can get, you could find it on Robinhood. The ticker symbol, by the way, is VOO. I'm going to actually type this out. Because, so VOO, Van, so that way everybody can see it just in case. Vanguard, um, S&P. Forgive me for the delays. I'm like an old man when I type sometimes. Vanguard S&P 500 index fund. So just keep that in mind. If you're starting out, um, index funds are really your best bet. Um, just because here's the thing. I recommend diversification because it allows you to, um, it, it minimizes your risk. There's so much risk that you have if you put all your eggs into one basket. When you put, when you buy into an index fund, you're literally, I'm not kidding, literally getting exposed to 500 different companies. 500. That's insane. Just by buying even just one share or even a fractional. 
uh, I will admit it's about $400 per share for the, it is $400 about roughly for the Vanguard S&P 500 young queen. Keep that in mind. Um, but, but, uh, remember you can, do you ever buy with fraction? Do you ever do fractional shares at all? Does that sound familiar where you buy like a fraction of a share? So for example, instead of buying one whole share of the VOO, maybe you'll buy 0.10, you know, 10% of it, basically. You could buy 10% of a share of the VOO. That way you don't have to fork out a whole bunch of money. So instead of paying $400.54, you'd only be paying uh, like $40.05. You know what I mean? Um, just by paying, just by buying 10% of a share. And then that'll allow you to get your foot in the door with the S&P 500 index fund, you know, with, with the Vanguard one. Um, does it, now, do you have any questions on it? Like any concerns about it? Cause I do want to make sure. And the reason you're beginning, you're, you're new. And I envy you actually, cause it's really fun to learn this stuff. Like it's really entertaining to learn this shit when you're new. Um, so yeah, starting out with the S and P 500 index funds, great. And then here's the thing you don't, you don't have to always, um, what do you, how do I say this? You don't have to be tethered down to just in, investing in index funds. You can also invest in really good companies on your own. If you wanted to here, I'll tell you what you can do. You can go on Google and look up the contents of the S&P 500, right? There, there's a, you could see which companies are actually in the S&P 500. And what you can do is if you want to, you can actually pick individual stocks. You don't have to, you don't have to get in. If you want to maybe, if maybe you want 20 of those companies out of the 500, right? I recommend good diversification is at least having, oh, at least when it comes to the stock market, anywhere between 30 to there is, I, I do kind of agree. There is such a thing as excess diversification. I think once you're exposed to about, mm, I think once you're exposed to about a thousand companies, that's when it gets a little excessive. But if you're exposed to anywhere between 30 to 500 individual decent companies with, okay earnings at least that are still going to grow and still going to be okay over time. You're pretty much okay. Um, I will tell you this though, if you do individual stock picking, um, you know, you may or may not beat the S and P 500. That's always a toss up. I do recommend buying and holding, but if it, look, if you're trying to make money and you're trying to trade, that's okay too. Um, if you're going to trade at least trade, um, Maybe try to get exposed to 30 different companies first and then start trading, you know, trading some of them when you have maybe a four or 5% gain. If you're looking for micro profits here and there, um, and then what you can do is if you want to invest for the long term, one that you're not going to buy and sell, buy and sell, buy and sell all the time, right? And you want to buy into periodically, buy into the VOO periodically and then just keep holding the VOO because you'll still get it. By the way, you're going to get a dividend from the voo i think it's uh oh christ I, I, i'm too lazy to look it up right now but i think it's like one point uh 1.4 percent or something like that annual dividend so basically it appreciates in value over time it goes up um 
the average return for an S&P 500, for the S&P 500 overall, is about give or take 10%. That's just average. It's not a guarantee. Um, there are some years where it could be down, uh, some years where it can be up. Um, so that's never, it's an average over the long term. Yeah, um, so here's the thing. Buy and hold is seriously the best way to go. In fact, let me I'm gonna link you guys to something in the chat. Give me a second. Um, I want to link you guys to a few videos I think will really help you guys out, whether it's just and you can, by the way, you can take these principles that you learn from Warren Buffett. You could take these exact principles and apply them. Uh apply them to crypto investing, apply them to real estate investing. You can apply I mean, like seriously, buying and holding. It's a simple technique, but buying and holding for an extended amount of time. So I do recommend choosing a time limit. So for example, you can be like, hey, I'm gonna buy and hold and I'm gonna hold it for a year, then I'm gonna sell it. You know what I mean? Or you could say, I'm gonna hold it for two years. And maybe I'll buy more if it goes down, you know, that sort of thing. Um but let me give you guys a great video. I'm actually looking it up on YouTube. It was a Warren Buffett one. I'm just going to link it to you guys in the chat because I think it can help out quite a bit. I might even just link it in the description. I don't know. I, I, it might be the same one, but it's going to be something along the lines. Let's see. This is pretty similar, it appears. Let me make sure. Yeah, here we go. Um, hey, look, I'll tell you this, though. If you're beginning investing um, and you really need a mentor, Warren Buffett's your guy. Uh, Warren Buffett's pretty much the guy who got me on the right track. Um, so yeah, I always recommend Warren Buffett 24-7 to everybody. He's just, he's, uh, he's like the, the Tom Brady of investing, basically. So he's Michael Jordan of investing, whoever you want, whatever analogy you want to put down, whatever, whatever uh, comparison you want to make. He's definitely the he's definitely the goat of his field. He's definitely the greatest. So, the, the video clip I just linked is um is Warren Buffett's buying and holding strategy. He he holds for a very long time. Um, and what's great about Warren Buffett is he typically holds dividend stocks, so that way he's constantly getting dividend. First off, dividends increase over the time. A lot of the times, if they're a really good, uh, Warren Buff, <laughs> uh, Warren Buffett here. Let me spell it out real quick. Warren. Buffett, I think it's, uh, I always spell his name slightly wrong. Yeah, it's two T's, yeah. So uh, Warren Buffett, that's the, that's the spelling right there. So uh, he's, he's a great coach when it comes, oh, when it comes to investing. But here's another uh, person. Um, so if you ever get bored, look up Tony Robbins. I'm going to type all this out. Money Master the Game. Another great book. Dude, Money, Money Master the Game is actually unreal. If you're talking about a book that just really opens your eyes to not only living a better life, um, also just uh, investing better and just being more thoughtful about what you're doing, it's incredible. But thank you guys for being so patient with me here. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, don't, The Money Master of the Game is a book. Um, if you can't find the book, there's usually an audiobook sitting around out there somewhere. Um, if you can't find an audiobook for it, sometimes you can find them on YouTube for free if you're desperate. 
Uh, but honestly, if you just type in on YouTube, seriously, just type in like investing um, audiobooks. That's pretty much the only search term you really need. And you'll find tons of uh, great audiobooks on um, incredible investment principles. You can start listening to these while you're walking, while you're doing chores around the house, while you're, you know, because you, what's great about audiobooks is you can get an education with without having to sit still like audiobooks have been a godsend for me um i can't tell you the amount of times i've walked around the park and was able to listen to a I wouldn't say a full audiobook but like an hour's worth of an audiobook and picked up so much great information um and also when you're walking it allows you to kind of clear your head but also kind of <laughs> get a few things in um but um, yeah, I'm hoping this helps in some way. Yeah, I thought I was gonna make more episodes tonight, but I'm having a good time with this. Just sometimes sticking to one episode where I'm actually talking to the audience is, is truth be told, way more fun anyway. Um, that's just kind of how I roll. I prefer to talk one on one with the audience and kind of really understand what they're, you know. What what the audience needs. If you guys need my help, you know, I'm here. I'll try to make. I'll try to be as here as possible. Um, I can't always guarantee that I can answer every single question, though. Um, but if there's one thing I'm going to recommend, be be obsessed with researching. Be as obsessed as you can with research, right? Because a lot of the game learning how to invest is really just research and more research and under and, and, and trying to find people who can mentor you without having to be there physically. Right. Or I've never met Warren Buffett a day in my life, but I've learned so much from him, not only from his interviews, but uh, his Ber- he, So he has what's called the Berkshire Hathaway. It's his company name, by the way. Um, so Berkshire Hathaway is basically his company. He goes on and he, with his associate, his friend, Charlie Munger, and they both talk about, um, what they do is they talk about different investing principles. They talk about different things. And it's great. The audience asks them questions and they answer the questions very thoughtfully and very thoroughly. Um, which Charlie Munger actually is pretty funny though. He actually answers the questions kind of like, <laughs> he's kind of a smart ass, but I like him. Um, what's great though. And what I could tell you guys, um, Lordy, what was I going to say? Um, but yeah, look up, um, look up Berkshire Hathaway. Um, let me type it out real quick. Um, Berkshire Hathaway. I'm probably spelling it wrong, but Google will autocorrect it just to let you know. So Berkshire Hathaway, um, shareholder meeting Warren and Charlie. There we go. If you search for it in YouTube, like look up Berkshire Hathaway shareholder meeting, uh, Warren and Charlie, they're, they're kind of lengthy, but there's something to also listen to when you're doing chores around the house or, um, it's nice. I've picked up a lot. I've actually listened to a couple of their shareholder meetings while I have to get stuff done around the place. And, um, they 
they are a plethora of information, man. They've been in the game for so long. There are a couple old dudes. If you're if you're not very familiar with Warren Buffett or Charlie Munger, um, they're they're very they're older guys, but they're very um, man, they're wizards. They're wizards in their field, and and it would be foolish not to listen to them. So I really recommend listening to them when you can. Um, Raphael Garcia. Let's see. I'm gonna. You saying one one dollar? All right. Oh, you're talking about um. So Raphael Garcia, I see that you're probably talking about the SHIB price target. Here's the thing, my man. I don't know if it's going to go to a dollar. <laughs> I mean, okay. It's possible for Shiba Inu coin to go to a dollar, but here's what has to happen, all right? We have to have a coin burn, right? It has to keep burning. The coins have to keep burning out of circulation. Now, this could take time. Now, for one cent, it is possible. I think it's possible to do it within a year. Maybe one year. And uh, that's pretty heavy. I still don't, and I could be wrong. It could be two, it could be three years. Um, I will tell you this, Raphael. Um, sorry for all the sighs, by the way. I'm sighing quite a bit because I'm, I'm trying to answer this thoughtfully. Um, but hey, look, I've been known to be wrong. It could shoot up a lot faster, but for a dollar, there's going to have to be a lot of coin burn. I mean, they're really going to have to burn a lot of coins out of circulation in order for that dollar target, price target to be a realistic thing. Um, a penny, I still think, is actually kind of realistic because at the rate they're burning the tokens, a penny's actually not far off. So if you guys want to know the uh, God honest truth, a penny is actually... I, I would go with a penny for sure. Yeah, and in the meantime, by the way, the value can fluctuate. It could very well dip all the way down back to your original investment. So that's always the risk you take. Um, all all I ask is that you don't ever beat yourself up over a bad investment. Um, you know, just kind of learn that not everything is worth buying and holding. By the way, that's another thing. Probably the best thing, best advice I ever heard. Uh, was not everything is worth buying and holding. For instance, let's say you find a penny stock on the market. It, it looks promising, but chances are it may fail because it may not be a great company. So not everything is worth buying and holding. Just keep that in mind. It's always good to do your homework. Always do your homework. If you're going to invest in anything, learn about the company. Try to understand it. You know, Learn about the product. Um. And that's another thing, Young Queen. I, I agree. Uh, the great thing about Shiba Inu is we are completely in control. Uh, there's no entity that owns the actual Shiba Inu algorithm. It is literally we the people. So it's, I love it. We the people, the decentralized currency. I, I, I enjoy it completely. Uh, Musi, if it, I'm going to read Musi's uh, thing, uh, comment here. Uh, if all remains as is, it will take 99% burn rate to a dollar. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to, I mean, they're going to have to burn quite a bit of the coin just to get to a dollar. So seriously, there's such an abundance out there. Um, but the beauty is they're still going to keep burning a lot of the supply. And I don't think they could ever really truly burn 99% of the supply. I just don't think that's really possible. But then again, who knows? But. Um, but I do firmly believe one cent, I do believe uh, one penny is still a possibility. 
Um, it just may take a little bit of time. That's very smart, young queen. I'm, I'm glad you've been researching. Um, very, very smart right there. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see here. Sorry, sorry, still reading a few things. And Raphael says, thanks, hold, 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 Sheba. I agree, it's not a, I think it's still a good hold play. Um, yeah, young queen, keep researching, you're, you're on the right track. Um, you know, if you're gonna, also, here's another, if you want a shortcut, um, just look up Warren Buffett's portfolio. If you want to kind of look for companies, if you're looking, if you're looking instead to do stock picking, at least picking great, great companies and kind of holding them over time. Uh, definitely look up Warren Buffett's portfolio. He pretty much makes it public and it's a good place to start because then you can kind of understand his philosophies by be on buying companies. Um, but yeah, definitely look up his interviews, his, you know, oh, he's just, he's been a hell of a mentor. Um, he's been one of the primary reasons. I mean, I kind of get teary eyed a little bit cause he really helped me out quite a bit. I've had a lot of mentors who've, um, who helped pull me out of a lot of dark places and they don't even realize it cause they never even met me. But these mentors, man, they meant the world to me. They mean the world to me. I mean, your feeling could be right, you know. Um, it's a good feeling. I mean, I felt the same way just because I saw the coin burn rate. I see the, um, I see how many people are getting into it. I think we're still kind of early in the game, but people are really starting to pick up on it. And I think people are buying out of fear, which is good. I'm glad because you know we, you and I, for instance, we got, even Musi, you know, got in pretty early. Musi's got like 150 mil. That guy. It's incredible. But yeah, no, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this video. Um, I'll try to make more videos. I've been preparing videos a little bit better. Laugh at this, I'm an old man, but I like to, um, for every uh, show, I like to just kind of sit on my clipboard with my pen and I start kind of um, brainstorming the titles of the episode, kind of briefly you know just so i could prepare for these episodes a little bit better this one was kind of like a diss on shiba inu and i diss it a little bit but i do think shiba i think shiba inu is the real deal um and another thing i recommend is it's okay to write these days i think too many of us are always typing on the keyboard and i think it's good to stay away from you know, as much as I love technology, I'm just going to give you guys another uh, another leg up here that helped me out quite a bit. As much as I love technology, and as much as it has helped improve my life in more ways than one, um, ooh, Safe Moon, hold on. Not heard of Safe Moon, but I am always willing to get into something if I have, a, and I've had a lot of gains, so I could transfer uh, some of my Shiba Inu coin to Safe Moon. So let me uh. Quick safe moon. I think I heard it mentioned once, but I didn't take it very seriously. But you know, I, I think I should maybe if it's cheap enough. If the market cap is low enough, I'll probably put a little bit of dough into it just to, just for eventual appreciation if people get into it. So safe 
Moon. Now I'm curious, uh, young queen, why do you think Safe Moon is um worth putting a little bit of money in? I always like to just hear philosophies and and you know what you what your beliefs are. There's no right or wrong answers. I always just get curious. Kind of a why guy. I like to know why. You know, like. <laughs> Um, but I, I do only have time for just, just this one little thing though. Um, so uh, once you're done, let me know why I should go with safe moon. I will have to call it quits for tonight. I'm just, I'm just tired. <laughs> I got to go to bed, but yeah, just let me know what, why you think safe moon is, um, well, here, let me just look it up real quick. Let me make a de determination. I, I usually, um, safe moon is, uh, let's see. Musi's like Musi's saying, "Safe Moon is dead. Why is it dead? Why is it dead, Musi? Call you Gary Musi. Let's see here. Um, okay, let me look up Safe Moon real quick. I'm kind of curious about this. Um, Safe Moon Crypto. What's this all about? Oh, this is another one that has like a." Jesus, let me see here. Billion, billion. Jeez. Brilliant. That's another quadrillion token coin. Jesus. All right, so here's coinmarketcap.com. Let's see what they're saying about it. Here's zero, 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 yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what's the big hype about SafeMoon. Let's see. What is SafeMoon about? Uh, safemoon.net. Let me take a look at safemoon.net real quick. Never know. Sometimes you got to make sure I'm looking at it right. Let's see. Except the cookies. All right. <clears throat> oh, there's a safe moon wallet. It kind of reminds me of the she. It kind of reminds me of the Shiba Inu coin as well. Um, here's the thing: it might do exactly what you're saying, um, and it might continue to decrease in value. Who knows? I mean, no, sorry, increase in value over time. You have to have trust. Use trust wallet. There's still MetaMask uses here. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so if I wanted to, I could buy SafeMoon through a couple different services, but. Well, okay. Well, that's actually something to consider. Um, I'm still pretty heavy on Shiba, but I'll see about I'll see about Safe Moon. It might be a worthwhile investment. So, yeah, I was looking at the price. It's like zero 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 whatever. So it's it's pretty low. In fact, um, it's currently at five zeros one eight three one. So that's Pretty good. Um, what's the market cap though? That's my curiosity. See, market cap is what I'm really curious about. Oh, okay. So it looks like it's a one billion one billion dollar market cap. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it might explode in the market cap, so it might be a good idea to get in now before it's too late. So I don't think they sell it on Coinbase. Uh, hold on. I just want to let everybody know I'm a Coinbase junkie. So. See if um, I do highly doubt they're actually selling Safe Moon. 
getting a little curious. While I'm loading up Coinbase, I'm going to drink some water real quick. But um, I do. I sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, you guys, thank you. Like just for you guys even watching this, I love it. Let's see, not going anywhere anytime soon. For Shib, your guarantee great returns in five years. At the most, can't say the same for. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I am very curious about Safe Moon, though, real quick. It is Safe Moon, right? I think that's what it was. Safe Moon. Yeah, it's Safe Moon. Yes. Um, I'm actually, I'm just seeing if it's on Coinbase. I don't think it is. Um, actually, I, I don't think it is. It may get introduced at some point, hopefully, but I don't know. I'll probably find a way to get into it. But yeah, Shiba Inu coin is it's a train that can't be stopped right now. So I'm pretty much kind of when it comes to crypto, I'm pretty much all in. I wouldn't say all in. Well, for the most part, I'm in. Um. All right, I couldn't find it on Coinbase, but I will try to answer one more question. Does anybody have one more question before I go? Because <laughs> I'm getting a little tired and um. This has been about almost an hour. This has been very fun, though. I'm not going to lie. As far as Q&As are concerned, this was pretty entertaining, and I did not expect. I honestly, truly, seriously did not expect this. This is great. So, A young queen says, uh, worst case, you only lose $20. <laughs> um, let's see. Thank you. Great honesty. Um, but young queen, Musi. Yeah, Raphael, anybody who's still on the chat, any questions, I'll try to answer some quick questions, maybe one question per each, or if you guys have no other questions, that's totally fine too. Uh, but I definitely recommend research as much as you can, seriously, and always be willing to learn. Seriously, be obsessed with learning. You focus on a goal, and make your goals huge, by the way. Think big. I'm going to repeat that. Think big. Have big goals. You don't have to meet them, but it's good to have big targets because, you know what, you, you, it, it, big targets create bigger people, you know? It, it's, not the, it's not reaching the goal that's important. It's what you turn into by shooting for a big goal that's really important. So what it transforms you into is really, really important. Um, yes, S&P 500 index funds, though, the VOO, Musi. Um, definitely, get, you can buy fractional shares on Robinhood if you want of the VOO. And so if you're a beginning investor or you want to play it safe and want to be able to diversify, look, diversification is important. I don't care who you are. You don't know what the market will do tomorrow. You don't know what the market will do next week. You don't even really know what the market will do a year from now. We like to assume Everything will be hunky-dory and everything will be fine, you know, but diversification kind of protects your ass a little bit. 
I'm not going to say it protects you from downturns. The S&P 500's gone down, I think, 20% in a month before. Uh, it's gone down even worse in the past. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. And remember, if a market crash happens, it's okay to buy. That's the best time to buy. And, and another thing I want to recommend is always, and I mean it, always keep cash. Always keep cash on standby, please. Um, just because keeping cash on hand will will basically allow you to stay in the game and be able to buy when things get ugly. Because things can get ugly really quickly. I mean this. So being able to continue to buy is a really important thing. And uh, thank you guys so much. Anyway, I, I got to go. I really am tired. I feel like I'm very fall asleep. And um. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for subscribing. I will try to make more content. Also, uh, hey, check out the podcast as well. The podcast is basically this show, but just the audio version. So it really, honestly, you're not missing out on much by checking out the podcast. But um, you, you're better off just if you're on the YouTube channel, just check the YouTube channel. There's <laughs> you're pretty much gonna get everything I post on here anyway. So, um. Musi says, fantastic, thanks, man. Gonna make a Robinhood account. Cool. Um, hey, uh, Musi, if you want, you can follow my uh, referral link in the description. Um, it allows both of us to get a free stock. I always like to let everybody, me- I always like to mention that to everybody because um, you'll get a free stock, I'll get a free stock, and it, I don't know. I just like getting free stocks. So uh, if you want to set up a Robinhood account, Musi, just uh, I would recommend following my link. You don't have to. It's not a requirement or anything, but um, unless you got a friend who's already referred you, then I would go through your friend's referral link first. And uh, if you don't have a friend who's referred you, though, um, go through mine. Go through my referral link if you can. I always list it in the description just because I'm not going to lie. I like to make a little bit of extra money from the stacks. So that's why I put my referral links in there. Since I don't sell courses or anything, because I, I refuse to sell expensive courses, I refuse make extra money through the referral links i'm not gonna lie but i do make a lot of money off the investment trades that i do so that's another thing so hey i like i like having money thrown at me i'm like a stripper you know so uh, a lot like a stripper in that sense but <laughs> anyway that, anyway i could go on and on forever but thank you guys um watching you from london england oh you're uh, just as a shout out to anybody who's listening on the podcast um you see is all the way from London, England. All the way across the globe. What time is it for you over there, man? It's like, I don't know if you're a dude or a chick or anything or or what you identify as, but um, wherever you're at, it's probably, uh, man, I don't know. It's probably daytime for you guys right now because it's, it's right now it's, it's basically midnight for where I'm at. And I think, I think you're pretty much across the globe, so you're pretty much, I want to say it's almost morning for you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But anyway, um, let's see. Anyway, <laughs> I'll let you guys go. I'm getting a little too tired, but um, you guys made this show, but just to let you guys know, you guys legitimately made this show way better than I thought it was going to be. I thought this episode was just going to be kind of me talking about stuff, but it was more of you guys getting involved and me trying to answer questions and, and, uh, Oh, it's 8am for you right now. 
Oh, Musi, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, 8 a.m. for you. Holy crap. Well, Young Queen, Musi, uh, Raphael, anybody who was watching earlier, thank you guys once again. I'm out. I got to stop the stream. I really am tired. I got to commit. All right. I'm going to go get some sleep and let the Shiba Inu 